Hello, friends. Welcome to the show. Hopefully, uh, we're coming to you loud and clear. I'm Colby. I'm joined by my illustrious brother. Say hello, Caleb. <laughs> hello. You like that introduction? Illustrious. <laughs> I suppose. Legendary, if you will. Um, Caleb. Yeah. I got to tell What's you, up? before we get... How you doing? Before I'm doing uh, decent. Let's not get out of hand. Okay. But I got to tell you, before we get started with our podcast, do you happen to have any idea who brings you this podcast today? No. <laughs> you got to get to this. We have to do it out of the gate. We get it out of the gate. We get it out of the way. And then we can move on. Is it... Uh have anything to do with boats i don't know where you're going with this i don't i don't feel like you pay real good attention to this business venture okay go ahead boats yeah do you think i'm getting endorsement deals from boats uh maybe big ships the answer is no although if i get carnival cruise line i'll let you know what do you think they drop whenever they want to not move anymore? I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, it's an no. Anchor. Oh, look at that. Look at the segue. Anchor. Uh, who's not paying attention now? It's an Anchor. Anchor.fm brings you this podcast. They are our podcast provider, although they've been fucking up a lot here lately. And uh, it's, really, it's really not that easy. You can go. It's not. It's, just, <laughs> it's supposed to be really easy technology to use, and we have really made it a lot harder than it has to be. That's fine. We only have to use three different apps to get this thing published. It's fine. Not a big deal. It may be more than that. Listen, here we go. Anchor.fm, they provide you with all the tools you need to publish your own podcast on all the... Here's where they do come in handy. I will give them this. They got us on all the major podcast providers. Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, we'll be on Audible for Amazon soon, uh, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're coming out with... Coming out with cassette tape soon. We may do eight tracks. Hmm. We are big in uh, those sorts of uh, foreign lands. The demographics? Yeah. That would listen to an eight track? Oh, you know, we have listeners all the way across the pond in France, in the United Kingdom, in Ireland, which is a part of the United Kingdom, but they're in Ireland. Hmm. And uh, Canada. We're big in Canada. We have a very Canadian humor thing happening here. I don't know if you've noticed. Do we? Uh, I think we do. A little quirky, a little weird. I think we do. Is that is that a Canadian thing? Uh, it is. Have you ever watched any kind of Canadian comedy? No. Television shows? Trailer Park Boys, maybe? No. It's odd. It's is that? Trailer Park Boys? Okay. It's on Netflix. It's Well, yeah, no, but is that the only one? I've heard of such things. I've just never watched uh, it. If, I, if you gave me a little bit, I could probably come up with some other ones, but I got nothing right now. R- Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. I've seen him in some things. Uh, Seth Rogen. Canadian. Sarah Chalk. Chris Jericho. Uh, ben Simmons. Why are He's we, Australian. What are we doing here? Steve Nash. Winner. I don't know. We're just uh, talking about I think I Canadians. Won. I think I got you. Uh, Caleb, before we continue on with our Canadian exclusive podcast, um, Beaver. whether it's Canada, whether it's the United States, whether it's Australia, all around the world, the Double K Project, the Double K Show, 
has become an affiliate with a major apparel brand. Do you know who it is? Um, Wrangler. Do we see? Do I seem like a Wrangler guy to you? I don't. I don't I, I'm not. Maybe in your twilight years. Uh, it's a no. Could become it's gonna be a no for me. Uh, no, actually, we are an official affiliate with Under Armour and specifically uh, Project Rock within the Under Armour brand. Uh, so, folks, if you go to the website, what's our website, Caleb? Mm. That's why you're the best play-by-play man in the business. It is doublekproject.com. You go on, take a look at our partners. There's banners. There's advertisements throughout the website. Click on any of those. It'll take you to the Under Armour website where you get all of our exclusive codes, all of our exclusive deals. There's a different <laughs> deal every week. Some weeks we have free shipping. Some weeks we have a, a certain 20% off. Last week it was 20% off all fleece type items, which is unfortunate for you because I believe you ordered yours a little early. You, you, you jumped the gun on me. But uh, anyhow, you click, it takes you to it, and you go straight into shopping. Nothing required upon you. And at checkout, you uh, you will see the discount. So, good stuff there. Capiche? Yeah. Uh, Canadian, great Canadians in history aside. Uh, let's get down to business. First things first. You, my friend, uh, had a tragedy occur at your house this weekend. My understanding is... Our mother fell off the roof of your house. That's right. Now she has infested your house and is residing there. Is that true? Uh, uh, Temporarily, yeah. That's that's the case. So here's the deal. Okay. Uh, If it was me, I would just, I would tell her you're going to go take her somewhere special, maybe a Costco type scenario, and then just pull up at where she lives and kick her ass out of the car. Okay. Is she is she really that injured? <clears throat> um he's listening, so yeah, well. Um so we're three days removed from the accident. Uh oh, where I pushed her off the roof. It was like the same and uh, <laughs> someone someone knew as our mother. They took her clothes and now they Yeah, there. they put on her jacket and here we are. <laughs> here we are. Um uh, yeah, so first couple of days, uh, pretty aggressive limp and couldn't really use uh, right. whichever hand it is. Uh, but she's coming around. So once the mobility comes back, I think she can she can scurry on home. Scurry. Uh, really, I think if it would have been up to her, I think she would have she probably would have gone home uh, the other day. Uh, but but my uh, my lovely wife thought it was best that she stay with some uh, assistance, some some assisted living for some adult, a while. Some adult supervision. Hey, you yeah. know what? I got good news. Uh, okay. Speaking of the assisted living, while we're on this topic, I mean, we might as well put it out there. There is a brand new, fabulous assisted living center that has just been built not even three minutes from my home. Something to keep uh, in mind. So, so, well, so on Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> we took her uh, back to her home to get her stuff so she could still work 
remotely from our house. And uh, again, my, my lovely, lovely wife decided to take the opportunity to point out three assisted living <laughs> locations uh, <laughs> just really close to where she lives now. So it wouldn't be that far of a move. One was, uh, I don't remember, it was like Kirk, Kirkland's Manor or something. It sounds fancy. I'm sure it's nice. Uh, did, does she did know? I, does she know how to play bingo? I thought I lost you again. Um, I I can't confirm, but it, it's not that hard to learn. Let's, I'll tell you what we'll do. We're gonna teach her dominoes. We'll make sure she knows how to play bingo. She'll be fine. If I'm not mistaken, it could have been in a past life, but I think I've seen her crochet. Okay. So I think that we have her enough extracurricular activities that she'll be fine. Um, and I bet, you know, as long as she gets used to eating dinner at four, um, I think that uh, she'll fit right in. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like that's too big of an adjustment. I think um, we, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> really maybe we should have just had, uh, we should have had Patty on, but my lovely, lovely wife, uh, <laughs> got, got our, got our mother a gift, uh, maybe on Sunday also a Walker, uh, well, that's been talked about since, uh, but she actually got her one of the, the pill boxes, an AMPM pill box, because uh, she can't open her lid on her on her pill bottles. So now she has a, a handy, you know, Sunday through Saturday pill dispenser. Now, full disclosure, I also use one of those, but that, nice. that's for my vitamins. Well, vitamins only. There's no medications there. So, okay. Not not the same thing then, I guess. No. I, I, Sunday, I don't think she has any vitamins. On Sunday, I fill them all up because when I'm running out of my house the next morning, I don't want to have to go through six different pill bottles to get all my vitamins. Taking too many vitamins. So I just pop the thing and dump them in my hand and go. Yeah. So, that's fine. Yeah. That's it's not a judgment. I'm just saying she, she got a gift. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good for her since she can't open pill bottles, which... I got I got quite a few uh, childproof jokes there, but I'm gonna leave them alone. Yeah. Um. You know, it's a it's the week for injuries. My oldest daughter <laughs> uh, injured her hand tumbling in the front yard. Even though I've told her for at least the 365 days prior to stop doing that, it finally caught up with her. I told her you're gonna get hurt. She finally got hurt, so her hand is severely injured. And she has uh, little dribblers, little league basketball tryouts on Thursday. That's coming up. It's coming up. Um, so here's the deal. Let me ask you this. What, what age is too young to try out? Because I feel like it's probably irrelevant. It's kind of pointless. <clears throat> what age is too young to try out? Yeah. I mean, like at all, she's, she's in fourth grade and she's trying out for basketball. And they're going to draft everyone that tries out. Oh, I see. That it's like an actual tryout. Yeah. Well, not if they're if they're if they're it's drafting everyone that it's, tries out. It's just a showcase. It's, an it's a skills way. showcase. It's a combine. Right. Yes. Um. Um. Uh, I. I mean. I don't know. I can. I can see how one of those things would be handy when trying to, you know, divide up the talent as best you can. Um, possibly. So, and I mean, I don't know, maybe I would, I would have probably said like, you know, fourth or fifth grade right before it actually gets somewhat legitimate. So my second grader had to do it Sunday. 
Yeah, it's probably too much. It's a little too much. Here, I got good news for you, though. Somehow, she I think that her ADD medication could possibly be the wonder drug that they use on uh, the boys on mm, Amazon. No. And uh, somehow or another, she has gained athletic ability through this ADD medication. And she actually looked pretty solid in her nice. showcase. Yeah, I was excited about it because... Uh, the last time you probably seen her do any kind of physical activity was not what you would describe as good. Yeah, I mean, at that age, but all uh, of them are just chasing the ball anyway. It might have, it might have kicked in, man. She dribbled well. She got her shot up where it needed to be. It didn't go in, but that's not the point. Uh, it went pretty well. That's good. Yeah. So maybe she's just coming into her own. It's a possibility. I. Oh, myself, I have a bruised larynx, larynx. Is that what it's called? A larynx in my throat. Do that weird cat thing. A collar choke uh, from jujitsu yesterday. So that's very uncomfortable. I don't really appreciate that. I'm into that sort of thing, but not like that. Hmm. So I'm hurting. I have. <laughs> you're in a. You're in a what kind of thing? Uh, choking. Being choked. Yes. Okay. It's called autoerotic asphyxiation, uh, Caleb, and it's when someone dies from choking themselves while getting themselves off. Autoerotic okay. asphyxiation. It's suffocation during that sort of situation. And see, what you have is a lot of these people, they'll sit down on the floor and they'll tie the belt to like something behind them and then lean forward. Okay. But the issue is once they pass out, they're unable to wake up to un hit hook the belt so then they just lean forward until the blood's been cut or the air's been cut off too long okay thus the asphyxiation part of the erotic the autoerotic part of it so okay lesson of the day from your brother brought to you by (laughs) anchor.fm yeah um, mm-hmm. I have a small dog who has a bleeding paw due to some sort of mm. nail situation, some sort of claw issue. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I also have a 120 pound dog who is severely limping due to some sort of foot injury. Mm. Uh, so we are rocking and rolling and injured, heavily injured this week. I think, uh, I think it's just the grandma in the house uh, on this end. I don't think anybody else has any uh, any injuries. That's good news. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy for you. The eldest dog's getting a little um, pissy. He's he's having a rough time. He's getting worse with the puppy for whatever reason. You know, it, it goes on for a while that they they have some issue. And then all of a sudden, one day, they'll get along. Yeah, I don't know what happened, because really, the first month was fine, and then the puppy got fixed, and so he had the donut on his head, and I don't think Griffey liked that. And then the donut came off, and, like, you know, he he does the whole, like, the puppy just wants to play, and Griffey will go, rawr, 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 and get, you know, get him away from him. And I think, honestly, I think what's happened is uh, Griffey's getting a little territorial with your mother being in the house. Like, he doesn't want the puppy around Listen, uh, when she's around. I get a little ter- territorial when our mother is in the house. Is that right? I do. Except in this scenario, I'm Griffey and she's the puppy. 
Well, anyway, that's the only uh, only thing going on. I well, so <clears throat> this has nothing to do with any injuries other than it occurred uh, during the time of of the event. Uh, I so I had a garage sale on on Saturday. Um, when was the last time you had a garage sale or attended one? Well, I have not attended one in many a year, but uh, the last time I had a garage sale, and by me, I mean people, not me, but Liz, was, I don't know, it wasn't that long ago. It's been within the last few years, I would say. Okay. Well, we didn't have, you know, just a ton of stuff. It was like a bunch of clothes and like just some random house stuff and, you know, some things. And... I didn't realize just like how much I would mutter under my breath when like the car pulls up and like, you know, you can tell they're looking and then they just drive away with like out of, with not even getting out. It's like, okay, fine. No, I didn't want you to, I didn't want you to fucking come in anyway. Who cares? Like go to the next one. It's, you know, did, just a little insulting. Did you have anybody negotiate with you on the price of things? I had everybody negotiate with me on the price of things. Like, so we had a couple of like dog crates and, uh, everything was let's just say priced to sell, and so uh, I think each dog crate was like five bucks. And this lady, she, uh, well, she started there, and she was like, "Okay, this one," and I was like, "Yeah," and she was like, "Would would you take four? And I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine. Like, I don't care. It's a dollar, sure thing. I'll take four. I'll take three fifty. Um, but then." I, that one worked out okay because she proceeded to just, you know, basically put us out of business. I think she spent $60 at my garage sale. And so that was nice. And I, I didn't really have anybody that, that really tried to, you know, completely rip me off or anything. Um, I had one guy, so we had like these two uh, just travel pillows. Right. And, uh, it was like this old man and he, he picks them up and he walks them over to me and he's like, okay, so, uh, first, what are these? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, they're just travel pillows, you know, go around your neck. And he goes, okay, uh, uh, how much are they? I was like, I don't know, a dollar a piece. Did you introduce the mom like, after this? I hope you introduced <laughs> mom. I think, I think your mom was at the urgent care when this happened. Sounds uh, like a perfect man. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was odd that he, he went from not knowing what they were at all to, sure, these are worth worth taking home. Uh, he went all in. So no, that was fun. You, you were selling. Yeah, he was, I was a salesman. You were um, travel pillows. For for all of our listeners out there, especially those in the greater Austin area, I have a couch for sale. Uh, it it did not it did not get off the lot on Saturday, so, so it's still available. If, if anyone's interested, if you're interested in Caleb's couch, send us a DM to the <clears throat> Instagram or the Twitter. It's double K underscore show at double K oh. underscore show. Hit us up, and we will uh, work out a deal with the couch. It comes with a free elderly woman. Go on, Caleb. Also, so and now we've just I've turned into just venting a little bit. But so I had these two uh, two patio chairs, and I don't know what they're made out of. They're falling apart. Uh, I got them for free, and we just wanted them out of the backyard. So I put them out in the front. Uh, nobody really looked at them all day, you know. And one is, you know, it's fine. You can sit in it, like the little like shit on the sides coming off, whatever. The other one is in rough shape. You can't even sit in it. But <clears throat> so they're still out there. 
And I come back outside. It's around 12 o'clock to, to load everything up, like take our signs down from down the street and all that. And so I come back to our front yard and this car like races up and these cars are sitting on the, on the curb or these chairs are sitting on the curb. So they race up and the lady rolls down the window and she's like, how much for these? And I was like, Oh no, take those away. You can have those. So the passenger gets out, takes a look at them. And like the driver's like shouting directions, like they're way too intense. And they open up like the back of their little SUV and I'm not paying attention really. I'm like, okay, they're going to take the chairs. I'm going to put my rocks back in my front yard and, and park my wagon. And then like 15 minutes later, I go back inside, I come back out and the chairs are still there. And I'm like, oh shit, I guess I just didn't take them. That's fine. Whatever. They'll sit there for another couple of days. Well, that evening I walk my dog. I think those bastards took the cushions off the chairs and left the chair part. So now I'm just stuck with these worthless falling apart chairs i i feel like they you, it kind of comes with that you got to take the whole thing if i you think want you gave off the impression they were trash so they could just do whatever the fuck they wanted with them it's still part of the garage sale you can't it's not as garage sale if you didn't sell them it's a it's a found property it's nonsense it's uh the price of the cushions is taking the chair. listen you have to take the whole fucking thing. I think this is a good opportunity for us to tell a, an exciting story. Put it on the poll. Somebody, like, we will put it on the poll. Is items left on the street still a part of the garage sale? It's bullshit. Now, I recall one time I had a situation arise where I had these bar stools that your mother had let me borrow. <laughs> Now, the bottom side of these bar stools were, were were mangled. And so it's like the, what do you call that? This is the fabric on the bottom of the cushion, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. So anyhow, I get bar stools that work for me in my new house, and I come to visit you, and I'm going to bring these bar stools back and have your mother, uh, I'm going to give them back to her so she can put them back in storage. So what? What? what's up? <sighs> didn't well didn't we kind of clear it you know first that did she not want them back or did i don't remember just keep going she was being difficult in in the acceptance of the return she wanted them back but only whenever she felt like it wherever she felt like it however she felt like it which was not a part of the deal so i transport these bar stools to your house and as I recall, I left them in the bed of the pickup that I was driving for the weekend. They just stayed out there for the weekend. And on mm -hmm. the day I was leaving, if I can paint this picture for folks, I told you that I would be back inside in a moment. And I carried my bag out to my car. And you and I had already discussed these bar stools, and you made it very clear you were unwilling to be the middleman on the bar stools. So, that's correct i did not i did not want them in they would have been in my garage sale the other day because no one would have ever done anything with them and i would have stored them free so so as the story goes i had exited your house through the garage and now i had to do something with these bar stools because i was not going to get back on the freeway with the bar stools so i come out of the garage i take the bar stools and i place them up by your front door and then i i come back in the house we exchange our goodbyes. You follow me outside. I hastily get in the truck. And about the time that you realize, man, he's really rushing to get in the truck, 
you see these bar stools and proceed to chase me down the street with the bar stool and throw it back in the bed of the truck. <laughs> so to yep. paint the picture, here I am in the middle of the street in the vehicle, and you and I are fighting over this bar stool, and I'm begging you to take it, and you're uh, refusing to take it. And this goes back and forth for quite some time. I park around the corner and wait for you to leave so yeah. I can come back to your house with the bar stools. Yeah, right. We were we were going to leave at the same time. I don't remember where I was going, just to like get lunch or something. And I knew that you weren't going to give in that easily. And so I, you know, you left, you had conceded you were going to take them back or toss them out on the road somewhere. I don't know. And... So I just sat in my garage for like 10 minutes and then here you come back around the corner and I said, yep. And then you're like, I can't believe you waited. And anyway, I won uh, that You one. know what? Here's the deal though. What happened to the bar stools? Oh, I don't know. I thought you seriously ditched them on the interstate going back home. This is a question right now because I feel like Are they in your garage? Here. <laughs> I don't know. There's only a couple options. Either you took them and you forgot that I convinced you to keep them until mom came to get them or I threw nope, them out of my truck not. somewhere on the side of the road. I'm, I'm pretty sure you did tell me that you disposed of them somewhere. <laughs> I don't remember where, probably just like some convenience store dumpster <laughs> on somewhere between our hey, houses. I don't know, but I guess uh, she never got her bar stools back because I threw them away. No. Well, that's fine. They're out on uh, I-10 somewhere. I-35, whoever. That's an excellent story. Um, so, uh, let me tell you another story. Uh, well, let me ask you this. You understand I have a child who studies martial arts. I have a child. I myself study martial arts. I find a great value in such things. It it has been tremendous for my child and her confidence now, with with I'm going. Are you gonna ask I'm me a question? Somewhere. Hold on, just stay with me. So now, all that said, it's a family thing in my house. The whole family partakes in the martial arts. The whole family partakes in the UFC night, which is every Saturday night. If you follow us on Instagram, you know this. So UFC is a big Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday? Okay. Saturday night fight night every week. Oh, okay. So all this said. Uh, UFC 254 was this past Saturday. When are they going to stop numbering uh, them? Never. So the prelims are on ESPN for free. Okay. So it's lunchtime, and we have uh, we've had a poll before in reference to best sports bars in America, and one of my favorites I said was walk-ons. So I say, hey, let's go to walk-ons for lunch. They have all these TV screens. And I will catch the prelims on this TV screen at walk-ons. Okay? Come in. Have a seat on the patio. As I walk in, I can see that there is the fights on a TV. So as we sit down, we say, hey, can we get the fights on over here so we can see them? To which this young man says, no, you may not. Okay. So I'm rubbed wrong here. So Liz gets up, goes over and says, hey, what's the deal? We want the fights on. And a manager-ish type person. 
comes out and says, we don't play UFC fights in this establishment. And of course they're on the TV and she points this out. Hey, they're on that TV and smart ass turns it uh, to C-SPAN, which pisses me off. Uh, and then follows it up by explaining that the UFC is not a family friendly program. Now, have you ever been in a walk-ons? All right. Nope. Let me just set the mood for you. As he's telling her that it is not a family-friendly program, Super Freak by Rick James is on the overhead thing, the music playing. Such a good song. One of the TV screens is showing Antonio Brown's many uh, incidents. They are okay. serving alcohol. And the folks bringing it to the table are wearing very short skirts. Male or female? Okay. And yet you're refusing to put something that I spend a lot of time in my life that means a lot to me and my family on the TV because that is the thing you deem not family friendly. Should I be insulted here? Like yeah, personally? then my way of life was referred to as not family friendly. I mean, I understand it's maybe not. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the word? Uh, I, I don't know. It's the opposite <laughs> of not violent. But the well, point I'm violent. making here is it, there's more to it than that. There's more to it than just punching someone in the face. And uh, yet he told me, hey, look, this isn't a family friendly thing. I was pretty I was pretty mad. I, I felt insulted by this. Yeah. Is walk ons no longer on your top? It, uh... Listen, here's the deal. The last time before this, I did walk ons. They really fucked up my order. So now mm-hmm. they followed it up by insulting me after they really, really. So <laughs> it's not going to be a, it's not going to happen anymore. I'm not doing walk ons. What was more frustrating, the the wrong order or the lack of... Do you want to know the truth here? (laughs) How bad was your... Uh, I mean, the order was pretty severe. Like, I'm talking... I'm talking... (laughs) Let me me tell you the story of the order. The order was done... I ordered the mozzarella sticks. Oh, no. Oh, no. It wasn't even that good. The order is placed over an online order thing, Okay. Instead of telling me the assortment of items you happen to be out of, because they were out of fucking everything, they just brought me a bag with like two things in it. There are five people in my family, and they bring me a bag with two items with no explanation, firstly. Mm-hmm. So now we have questions. So your explanation is we're out of all that stuff. Okay, so I just paid for five meals, and you brought me two meals. So now we got to figure something out. So we change up the meals. We get everybody a meal get home and there's like buns with there's like it's buns with no chicken sandwich in the middle mm, these sorts of, yes okay so they had a good manager he he talked me down that day whatever now you have insulted me and my family's way of life over the ufc thing because here's the deal it's not even about the ufc fight like i, I i'm gonna go home and order, order it and watch it and uh, so it's not not that big of a deal. Like if you'd say to me, hey, look, we don't play UFC fights because assholes get drunk and try to fight each other. I would have said, yeah. well, makes sense. Right. 
because that's what happens at these bars. That's why I don't watch fights in public. But I can't do any exactly. sporting events in public. But you're coming to me and you're telling me it's just not family friendly. It's obviously family friendly. My whole family does it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Did they? Did they not give no. any more reasoning? Is it the no. blood? And if I would have went and asked for it, I think we all know what would have happened. Is it would not? Have, I would not have frequented walk-ons, and it wouldn't have been by my choice anymore. It would have been by theirs. I would have got trespassed. Without a doubt. Well, here's the deal. The, the guy, the good manager was there, and I probably could have went to him and said, hey, look. But uh, then I probably would have yelled profanities at the guy in the red shirt. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to sit here and just stare at them from a distance and eat my hot wings. I ordered the salmon. I ordered, I ordered the salmon, <laughs> but I sat there and I ate my hot wings. And then I just stared at them and mouthed the, the word pussy at them as often as I could. Yeah. That's not family, <laughs> family friendly. No, but in all seriousness, is this not, I mean, this is 2020. Like in 2003, this is something that people felt that ultimate fighting was uh, human. What was it? Human, uh, human cock fighting. Human cock human fighting. Cock fighting. Boy, this is taking a turn. Human cockfighting, and it was just awful, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, I mean, this is 2020. This is a mainstream, very, very popular, fastest-growing sport in the world. Well. That is true. That's a that's fact. True. I don't know if that's true. Um, yeah, no, I mean, a place like that, you probably could expect to have you know what i mean like if that's your family friendly issue here the waitress not my waitress but one of the other waitresses while she's serving the people at the table over and she's leaning over like i can see her ass hanging out of her skirt not that i was looking but it was just there point being this is not a family friendly environment anyway i just don't brought to you by anchor.f under damn it under Armour. Not dot F- FM. Um, so anyhow, that was my um, my thing. Now, that was Saturday. Sunday, uh, buddy, listen, I think the Dallas Cowboys might be in a little bit of trouble here. Yeah. I'm seeing some bit. concerning things. <laughs> like what? All of it? Are you seeing anything uh, that don't concern you? <laughs> I'm not. There's a dead quarterback on the field who nobody seems to care. Nobody cares, guys. It's a little weird. I'm one more yeah. dead Dallas Cowboy quarterback away from losing my shit. Yeah, well, they're almost they're out of quarterbacks. Out. Anyway, anyway, so. It just, uh, it was not, a, it's, I mean, they're just not good. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And it doesn't help, like, the offensive line, like, None of those guys, like, really the ideal scenario for this season was that, you know, Connor Williams is the only one that's actually on the field. You've got four guys that have never played, and none of them have ever played together. So, yeah, I mean, it's not a lot of a lot two of rookies. It's just no de- a lot of injuries. And the yeah, defense is no just defense bad. Speak anyway. up here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. But – uh, maybe they can uh, 
end up with a decent draft pick. And manage to not bungle that. Yeah, I, I, I need them to be bad, but I don't want them bad enough that they're tempted with one of the top quarterbacks. Because even though it would probably make the most sense, uh, I, I like Dak. So How much faith Dak. do you have that Jerry Jones would not pick the best wide receiver available? Well, I have, I have quite a bit of faith in that now. Uh, just because they they, Color yeah, me they just don't have room. Um, nah, I wouldn't take the wide receiver. He, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I could see them taking a quarterback if they're in the position to get one. Like, you know, like, I, and, and so that's the thing. They're not going to be able to get the best quarterback because I don't, because they've already won two games. And I don't think the, uh, the Jets aren't winning two games. Uh, and I don't know that they can resist the urge to take a quarterback. So they're not going to get like Trevor Lawrence. If he ends up being the number one, I, I think they'll end up with a top ten pick, but I don't think they'll. Well, there uh, are a lot of holes. Yeah. Well, I just <laughs> this Mike Nolan thing. Like Can they him. just need to. But they're not gonna. Can him. He was. He's been sitting at home for years, and there's a reason. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Mike Nolan used to be the head coach Correct. for the 49ers, right? Any idea who his offensive coordinator was when he was the head coach? Uh, I don't have any. Mike. There you go. Mike McCarthy. <laughs> and that's how these things work. And so if Jerry's going to back Mike McCarthy and Mike McCarthy's going to back Mike Nolan, eventually, like if they're bad enough, like if they win three games all year, somebody's going to have to get fired. <laughs> it's one of those things where like, well, somebody has to leave. So Mike Nolan may end up being the one that, that leaves, but I I don't know. I like his whole thing forever has been the whole bend but don't break defense. Well, that's oh they're breaking. Out. They're breaking. They traded Everson Griffin today. I saw that. Nothing. But now they, they don't have to pay yeah, anymore. We're rounding I guess. in. Uh, did you see what I posted to the Instagram? I tagged you in it. The whole Tabasco <laughs> thing. Yeah, I had a – well, so we'll tell the story first. The, Mike Nolan, the <laughs> aforementioned defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, uh, was in the middle of a Zoom press conference, and, like, he's talking about – I think they asked him a question about DeMarcus Lawrence, and he's talking about it, and he, like, kind of – he kind of starts wiping his eye and then, like, starts pretty aggressively wiping his eye, and he's like, oh, oh I had, had, some, uh, had some Tabasco on my finger. I got it in my eye. Oh, oh man. Whew. Ooh, that's, that's awful. Jeez. And – like he, like I'm pretty sure he has to like leave. I'm pretty sure the press conference is over at, at that point. And uh, I, I tweeted out, I like quote tweeted the video, and I was like, "That's my exact reaction when I watched the Cowboys." Is oof, oof this is awful. <laughs> Jeez, oof, huh. gotta get out of here. So yeah, that's that's it's what they're doing gone. now. now it's, it's they're mailing it in. The, the uh, potential team. for some good comedy though coming out of Dallas is there. He's an Italian. Denucci. They've had some luck with Italians in the past. Tony Romo. Yeah, no, so, I got it. I don't think he is. <laughs> is he Italian? Romo I is Italian. I don't, I don't think so. That is right. Romo, right. Romeo, and Juliet. That's all Italian. That's, Look it up. Look I don't at think the they were Italian. They, fucking were. they were. You're thinking of you're thinking of Romo. No, well, I mean, yes, but no. 
Rome is also Italian, but Romeo. Hey, first of all, Romeo and Juliet were Italian, my friend. If they weren't Italian, what were they? Hold on, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Tony Romo's father is Mexican American, and his mother is of Polish and German descent. What were Romeo and Juliet? They were Italian. The Montagues and the Capulets. Capulets. Mercutio and Octavius. I don't think Octavius. Um, so it takes place in Italy. It does not actually ever indicate oh, God, Italian. So, eh. um, yeah. If we could circle back around to that UFC 254 situation while we're on the topic of sports, okay. Khabib Nurmagomedov, he uh, retained. Do you throw some? You throw I some Khabibs on the, on the grill. Khabibs on the grill. He retained the UFC uh, lightweight um, title in impressive fashion over Dust, uh, Justin Gethje, uh by triangle choke. He put him out all the way cold. Um, Twenty nine and O. His father was his trainer. His father passed away due to COVID-19 this summer. And uh, Khabib uh, subsequently, after this fight, uh, retired. Said that he had promised his mom this would be it. That he's done everything he set out to do. Here's the debate. That is four, only four UFC title fights for Khabib. Uh, There are those with better record, well, not a better record, he's 4-0, but there are those with as many as 12 UFC title fights. Uh, there are those like such as John Bones Jones, uh, when you negate the idea that he is on dope, uh, who is undefeated in many, 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 many more title fights. And there are those who believe Khabib is still the best that ever did it. I am not one of them, Caleb. I'm looking at you. What do you got? Is Khabib the best UFC fighter there's ever been? Uh, no. I think after four, you can't really say that. He fought Poirier. He fought McGregor. And both of those are uh, pretty impressive wins. I'm a Poirier guy myself. Uh, he beat Ally Aquinta for the belt. And now he is defended also against Justin Gaethje. I... Um, that's just not an impressive enough resume for me. I I mean, I had never heard of him until he, he fought. Uh, yeah, and McGregor, he doesn't. So. I mean, here's the thing about Khabib. It's not going to be a real flashy style. He's a very uh, grinded, grinded out kind of feller. And uh, that's his style. And so he's not going to get a ton of attention to begin with. But uh, <laughs> I just, I'm just, I just, I can't. I can't. I think, you know, I, I don't like to do I don't like to do this, but I will say this. There are lightweight champions in history that in their prime I think would have beat Khabib. I'm look, I'm looking at BJ Penn. Okay. Is who I'm referring to here. BJ Penn. I BJ think Penn. that uh, Khabib's style would have given uh he would have he would have walked right into what BJ wanted to do. But uh I, I just you look at the uh, most title fights in UFC history, and you got guys like Saint Pierre, Randy Couture, both with twelve each, and uh, John Jones is up there, and uh, Jones has never lost in a title fight, and so uh, it's just there's a lot of people, Anderson Silva, 
I mean, we we there's several we can name here. I think before we get to Khabib on the list. Yeah, there's probably a Demetrius lot more. Johnson, you watched Demetrius Johnson lose with me, I believe, at a uh, lake house in Austin, Texas. Um, yeah, quite but, possibly. You know, he's a guy like Demetrius Johnson's like nine and one in title fights. Randy was nine and three. St. Pierre's like ten and two. He was nine. Randy was like three. You know what? Nine. Now that I said that out loud, that doesn't sound right. Nine and four. Hold on. Let me let me get with our research. researchers. Uh, it, the, Carry the on. point I'm making here is there Just are people going. out there with better records than in title fights than what could be bad. That's the bottom line. Listen, I got it. John Jones, 14 and 0, St. Pierre, 13 and 2, Demetrius Johnson, 12 and 2, Anderson Silva, 11 and 2, Matt Hughes, 9 and 3, Randy Couture, 9 and 6. That's 15. The title fights. Oof, uh, 15 being the record between St. Pierre and Randy Couture at 15 total title fights. But, Oof. I mean, the point Man. the point I'm making is Nine if you six. keep going down the list, like Stipe Miocic at 6-1 and one in the heavyweight division, that's rather impressive uh, because heavyweight is hard to defend. So there's you an example – uh, but as you go down that list of people with more than four title fights and have a winning record in more than four title fights, you know, Khabib is like 15th on the list at 4-0. And he will be passed shortly, soon, by Israel Adesanya, I believe. Yes? Who do you uh, have? Yeah, I think so. Best... Who's the greatest, in your opinion, <laughs> I mean, I, I, on, based I on what know. you know, who is the greatest UFC fighter in history? Oh, I don't know. Let me think. Um, I mean, who do you think? Like Brock Lesnar, well, maybe? into this conversation. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Thanks. I, I can't. I can't say that I have a top ten list of, of number uh, one who I think is the best. Number one, um, uh, he used to play with Chuck Liddell a lot on the on the UFC video game. He was pretty good. I know the who Chuck Liddell was. You're going Chuck Liddell? <laughs> no, I mean I don't think he's the best, but. I don't know. Yeah. He was the most popular. He definitely uh, was the cornerstone to the rise of UFC. Five and two in UFC title fights. Yeah. I saw uh, saw Ben Henderson that get was kicked a, in the face Anthony that time. That was with wild. The, the, the off-the-cage <laughs> kick. Ben Henderson four and one in UFC title fights. Uh... Let's see. I saw Forrest. What is his name? Forrest Griffin. Like that was the time the that Anderson uh, Silva knocked him out by barely fun. touching him in the face. I just watched. I just watched that. Yeah, he just grazed his. <laughs> he like he like booped his nose yep, and yep. Forrest Griffin I just was like, nope. Um. Uh, what was his? Uh, was his, I don't. Uh, Dan Henderson, he knocked he out that, uh, that guy from England, right? Into another area Maybe code. on that same Five one. Foot. 
Bisping, that's what. Yep, there's that one. <laughs> so I'm well, really showing off the, the knowledge top, of the late, the late. That's, that's a solid. That's a solid yeah. knockout, and then the follow-up hammer fist, which, in the words of our good friend Jorge Masvidal, yeah. was super necessary. I'm concerned yeah. that you have not landed on uh, any of the guys I would consider the top three. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm really just naming like my top five horrible UFC moments, which, uh, well, you're probably not going to like this one much. Uh, I think it was uh, Brock Lesnar when uh, me and a bunch of my high school friends were uh, watched that one with you and Randy Couture got beat and no one ever let you hear the end of it. Yeah. So there was that one. Um, I remember John Jones for being the, disqualified uh, once for the uh, for something twelve six elbow for an elbow. It was a twelve six like elbow. The back that of the they head have actually tried yeah. to have reversed since then because that bull crap. Mm. Well, uh, let's see what else. Uh, I remember every George St. Pierre fight not being that. Uh, his that later fights not. were not great. Okay. He also beat Michael Bisping. Um, uh, he come back and win the middleweight title after he had some years off. And uh, so St. Pierre's number one in my book. In terms okay. of, if you said, hey, just just cheer who's the best inside the eight walls of that octagon, just inside there, nothing else no other conversation needed. Who's the best ever inside the eight walls of the octagon? I would say it's uh, John Jones. Octagon, eight walls. Eight walls. Uh, but if you take into account some of the out of the cage stuff, just the whole body of work, suspensions, and et cetera, et cetera, it's St. Pierre, number one for me. It, it, it takes a little bit away from John Jones. Help me out here. There was a gentleman. Uh, I can't remember his name. I keep thinking Rich Hill, but he's a pitcher for the. Uh, well, he did used to pitch for the Dodgers. Um, he wore like kind of different colored little trunks uh, around that same same time period. I've been reminiscing on. Uh, are you going to give me more than that? Why do you? Remember? There is there some kind of moment? No, just the just the. Well, he was like one of the. You're talking he was about one of the popular ones. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was the victim of Anderson Silva a couple times, maybe. Yeah, that's why I keep thinking yeah, of Rich Hill. I thought uh, Rich the name Franklin, might great help guy. You out. He is know. now uh, he's, uh, he is an administrator over great there for guy. one fighting championship. He's like the president of one fighting championship. Yep. Hmm. But uh, former like math teacher, self-taught uh, mixed martial arts. Negative. Self-taught math teacher. I always enjoyed Rich though. <laughs> Rich uh, was uh, southpaw, like your boy, and uh, also Mr. Uh, Franklin. Uh, Pretty good on the ground, and uh, I always liked Rich Franklin. Good guy. But why? I, I really don't. I, I think every fight I ever saw him him fight, and he never won. I think I, like I think I, I only ever say, saw I the think Anderson that you Silva got in on so, Rich so Franklin when Anderson Silva rearranged his nose twice in a row. Man, there was somebody that I always used to. Shit, he his face is super fucked up, and he's. I'm pretty sure he's a heavyweight, but like. I never saw him about not Tim Sylvia, and he continued to get like, yeah, he, like he just kept continuing to like 
be like main events. I'm like, how is this happening? Like every time I saw him. Uh, so yeah, maybe. Let me let me get him. I'm gonna let's Google image this guy. Tim Sylvia Tom Watkins. He, he's the one, if you don't recall, he had Randy by about six inches, and Randy come out and on the first punch drop him. I remember I it being very shit, large. It was like for the tall. heavyweight title, and I woke up the entire house. <laughs> um, yeah, Tom got Tom Sylvia probably got his ass kicked a lot. But him, <laughs> we're talking about here. Tom Sylvia sucks. I'm gonna get a career. Had his ass handed to him frequently. There is no way that he is 31 and 10. I saw all 10 of those. I'm sorry, did you just say never saw 31 and 10? That happened. He was he was 31 and 10. He was having fights on like little shows not that long ago, and he was still getting beat. I don't believe that myself. You think he's oh well. We're on here, dog and Tim well, Sylvia, and I got I choked know. out by a fucking gee cross choke one night ago. There you go. I are. got kneed in the face by a two year old. Uh, I think that's that's all I've got. On any any other uh, historic UFC moments that you remember that you recall? Oh, not. Like not off the top of my head. You know what's an interesting why. thing about me and my UFC <laughs> ordeals is that I have I have watched so much UFC over the years that I can actually associate UFC specific UFC events and fights with like meaningful moments in my life. Uh, Rampage Jackson <laughs> versus Rashad Evans. Uh, you remember that one, Rashad Evans. You remember that one? That was a rough night for I me. That's that when one. I found out for the first time I was going to be a dad. Uh, I recall Ramp. You know, Rampage Jackson was not uh, that good for my uh, blood pressure. Rampage versus Dan Henderson was on September eighth, two thousand seven, where we had three officers shot in Odessa, uh, and my friend Maddie was visiting. And we were going to have a nice UFC night, and that did not turn out. And it took years before I saw that fight. So there's you a couple of examples of, uh, of of some UFC stuff. A piece. Uh, I, I believe. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Well. So there's Caleb's uh, top five UFC moments. None of them really made that much sense. And Tom Sylvia was the heavyweight champion. But other than that, uh, it's a good little stroll down memory lane. <laughs> uh, anything, really you got anything was. going on this next week? Uh, not really. I just wanted to mention right now that the as we speak here, the Dodgers are three outs away from and the they'll probably championship. Do it. They'll probably do it. Mookie Betts just homered in the eighth to extend their lead uh, by, uh, to three to one heading into the ninth. Um, I think I'm going to play some golf on Sunday. Um, 
yeah, outside of that, it's my child's birthday next next uh, Thursday. So we've got a couple of days off. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to so you know, mix I gotta it tell up, you something. do something. I'm not going to uh, do it, but I oops. found it to be hilarious when I thought of it. So they make these well, I'm sure material where the shirt says one thing, and then when you get it out in the sun, it changes what the shirt says. And so I was gonna get him a shirt, okay, and have y'all, you know, take him out in it. And the like, the beginning of the shirt, it would be like a fucking teddy bear or whatever, just some baloney. But once it hit the sun, it was gonna say Trump twenty twenty. <laughs> and I'm telling you, <laughs> the reaction alone of you, I said, I said, what would probably happen is you would see it first and have to hide him from your wife, and then I we got out of hand. We were talking about. It. And we were like picturing you throwing him in a, like a dumpster somewhere and just hide him for a minute before it got caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we would have <laughs> walked up to my wife and he would have been like, he would have been in my shirt with like his head just poking out next to my head. Uh, like, what happened? The oh, sheer, I don't know. He, the he sheer mad something. panic would have well, been worth the money if I could see it. Or the, yeah. the double take and the look yeah, on y'all's faces when one. last time you seen it was Teddy Ruxpin on his shirt. And next time you look down, it's one of those Trump teddy bears with the hair. <sighs> Speaking of Yikes. which, Tuesday's the big day. Yikes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's coming yeah. up a week. Uh, week day. Yeah. Uh, did you got out there and voted yet? Time? I think I, I don't remember. I think, I think so. I but think I, I mean, I don't know if you got out there and voted. That's not going to happen here. I'm abstaining. I actually am going to order one of those yard signs that says "fuck them both" twenty. I want to get no, one of the Wu like Tang Forever yard signs. Have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I'm one. How to get my hands on one? Though. Maybe we can sell it on DoubleKProject.com. But uh, yeah, Maybe. no, I'm gonna abstain. Uh, there's no local Maybe. type election that is important right now around where I'm at. So there's really no, uh, there's no real point in me going into that. Is there a state official state up for official? election that I care no. about? Isn't the lieutenant governor in some ah, kind of there serious shit for bribery? I'm, I'm about 99% sure he's in fucking Probably. deep water. Yep. I'm 99% sure that guy is fucked. Yeah. Which I think that's fair because the Attorney General probably earned on a regular so. basis. So there's that. But uh, but yeah, no, I don't think there's any state or local type election that uh, is uh, is really is really um, anything that's going to affect me that I really, really am worried about or care about or any of that like i've gone on and said here as far as the electoral college goes they don't care what i vote either so um well i got out there uh i got out there uh, last got uh, Let me friday ask you a question. serious question right now and voted other than the presidential nominees yeah. okay okay how many of the races yep. on that ballot did you have substantial information on so that you could cast a informed vote 
Well, here's what you do. You go to vote411.org and you enter your address and it gives you every uh, thing on the ballot. And you can read about each person and there's like each on each race. There's like, I don't know, some of them don't have that many, but, you know, five or six questions like, I don't know, it's hard without looking at it to give you an example, but like the sheriff of, of Hayes County. And it's like, you know, what would be your top priority or whatever? Like, and so you read about it. And so I, I mean, I, I read enough that, you know, you know, that sounds good. So I don't go in there just willy nilly and just pick names. You know, who manages that website? Do what? Okay. Just curious. Uh, Um, Yeah. I mean, that's good. That's good to do. Do a little research of your own and uh, go in and cast your ballot. And uh, let me tell you something. There is a, uh, I've never seen it until just the other day, but there is a really, really funny Cat Williams stand-up bit about the last election, how CNN was so wrong. It is, man, it's hilarious because he talks about, he goes, I knew Uh something was up when it showed all the people at the polls and all the white people look like they had a secret. (laughs) Well, I mean, all the... (laughs) All the early, early voting stuff. They That's exactly what I said. I said it doesn't matter what your early so. voting says because all those rural areas are going to be voting on election day. Yeah, like this stuff, and I'm, it's inched closer and closer. But like Texas, actually, you know, voting Democratic, like winning. Uh, I mean, dem- uh, Democratic. Uh, that's all. That's all well and good if it's looking that way, but it, it's not going to happen. Just because, a lot you know, of ground to cover where they get their numbers from. As, before, uh, right? as my friend Matthew McConaughey says, there. there's only one blueberry in the tomato soup in Texas. The blueberry what would the be Austin area, about? and the tomato soup would be the rest of the state. Red and blue, my friend. Red and blue. Yeah, that's. So yeah, I think uh, you got a big blueberry in Austin. You probably are going to have in this particular election quite a few blueberries, maybe in uh, El Paso area and down the uh, down the uh, border. Uh, but it's like uh, it's well, it's like McConaughey kind of uh, mentioned. You have Austin, and he is a big advocate for all the great things about Austin and all the things that make Austin a wonderful place and. How nobody, I don't know if this is true because it seems like 6th Street is turned into a pretty tough place to have to go down downtown. But he talked about nobody really judges each other. I think that may be out the window nowadays, though, based on some things I hear. But um, then you go to Dallas or Houston, and that's where all the money is. And you're going to get quite the resistance with the red folks in those areas because of the oil field money and et cetera, et cetera. So... Uh, yeah, might not want to get into it now. We went long, and also, I didn't we, think we would. It's been a pretty long one. We've kind of gone long. But you know what? That's I didn't think smart. we would either. What did we That's talk the mark about? Of the Key Brothers. I think I think this is our best one yet. You may not think you may not think we're going to go long, but What's then that? you get a surprise once you get going. We go long. I'm sure everyone at least, is listen, at least mildly satisfied. Listen, if I'm satisfied, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> We at least got everybody to where they can go to sleep I think that, and not have to worry um, about anything. If nothing else, you can come away from this episode uh, and rest assured of a couple things. That Tom, Tom, Sylvia, 
the Dodgers won the, the Dodgers World Series. Won the Tom the Sylvia World Series. is one of the greatest UFC fighters in history. That uh, our great grandfather's name was Mister Glass. That we are not taking the election seriously at all, and that I. Well, listen. Oh, I'm taking it. I'm seriously. really excited for November fourth. I'm actually not excited. That's the wrong word. Yeah, I guess. I'm not excited for November 4th, <laughs> yeah. but I it's kind of an It's kind of like a dentist appointment. I'm not it's really excited for it, but I know it's fucking coming, so I'm just ready to get it done. That's a pretty I knocked that analogy out of the park. Fuck yeah, that yeah. was good. I'm, you know what? You know what? 1040. I'm, I'm, I'm going yeah, to the dentist. 1045 wisdom 4th. just kicked in, my friend. I knocked that one out of the park. How do you like that? How do you like me now? Yeah, what, uh, that's so you are going literally and the figuratively the appointment on November the fourth is going to be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's yeah. fine. You are going to bed, and uh, so am All I. Right. I'm going to go to bed. And then go to bed. So it has been a ball. Okay. Any, anything you would like to leave us with? Is there any final yes, thoughts? really has. I don't think so. It, it's not it's really cold. that cold here, so but it is raining and foggy, and it's, uh, a little, it's a little intense out there. This is excellent Halloween weather. It's like 35 here. Yeah. But it was freezing balls. I've got 54 uh, Last Friday night, I almost died in McKinney. So, but uh, anyhow, yeah, we are looking forward to that. Happy Halloween for you folks. It's Saturday night. I am going to be a purger. What are you going to be? So let me tell you, let me, let me just break that down. So trick-or-treating is not going to be much of a thing this year because of the coronavirus, right? But I have children that are starting to get near teenage years. So I realize, hey, look, we don't have a whole lot of years of our kids wanting to do this whole Halloween thing with us. So um, I elected to uh, Mm -hmm. what's going to happen is their mom's going to take them near dusk somewhere. I don't care where you go. And while they're out and about, I already have some Halloween decorations up and I'm going to go all in on the rest of them and put my purge mask on and do the whole nine and make it all creepy with some sound effects using my Alexas and all that stuff and have some food ready for them. And they're going to come home and get to put on their Halloween costume and have a Halloween party here at home. And we're going to have a Stranger Things, Stranger Things marathon. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That sounds good. We were actually talking about it earlier because this is the first year that, you know, Knox really cares about doing anything. And so he can't really go trick or treating. But like, you know, some of Patty's family lives around. So we were like, oh, you know, we can take in there or and what we were thinking. We may have some friends in uh, in town this weekend. And we're like, you know, worst case scenario, like we each get like, you know, candy or whatever and like go in a bedroom yeah. and he can go and knock on yeah, the door and, do and go trick or treating in our yeah, house. That'll be something. good. Astronaut, nice. He's gonna be an astronaut. That's exciting. Elon yeah, Musk. He's stuck on rockets. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he doesn't know Elon Musk yet, but it, it was just in one of his books. And so, like, now every night before bedtime, he's like, he says, spaceship phone, spaceship phone, because he wants to watch the video. And it's like the legit footage. And he, he always goes, three, two, one. Probably damn. I'm going to have to work on an actual so spaceship for you. I think, uh, what about those that you step, uh, you fill it up with like water and then spaceship? you step on the pump and it shoots, the water shoots it up in the air? Would you dig that? Yeah. So, we, uh, he would probably dig that. Yeah. I think he would. I actually got him, like, well, in the event that it arrives in That's time, cool. we got him. It's just like a little spaceship that has a little astronaut in it. So, so we have the Halloween, yeah, happy he, Halloween he like Saturday night, sure. uh, nephew's uh, birthday, but we'll be back before nephew's birthday. We will be back in time for election evening, and that is next Tuesday. Any other uh, any other things on the calendar? Golf on Sunday. That's exciting. exciting uh, no, just golf on Sunday. I'm pretty excited. Double K show dot, or no, I'm sorry, double K project dot really com. Is. Go on. Click our links, visit our affiliates, Venom Fight Gear, Under Armour, Honest Bison, actually, <laughs> Canvas Champ, don't Anchor. go to Anchor FM. FM, for Christ's sake, they're fucking me. Um, the double K, double K underscore show, Instagram page, follow us. We're going to do a giveaway at 1,000 followers in which we uh, provide you with an uh, item from each of our affiliates, an Under Armour item, a Venom item, a gift card to Honest Bison, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, if you're not, you should. Should I go and follow? also this weekend, keep an eye out. We're doing video review on bathroom items for men. Some of our favorite brands are on there. Manscaped, Dude Wipes, Charmin, Man, Every Man Jack, Charmin, etc. Uh, so we're going to review several of those items for you on a video review this weekend. Uh, Caleb, you're done. I'm done. Uh, hey, folks. No, I'm done. Peace be with you and with you. Hassalamu alaikum. That's Caleb. I'm Colby. This is the Double K Show, and we're out.